Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For all your sports memorabilia needs, welcome to First Row. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> Firstrow.ca, Canada's online collectible store. Sports cards, we got them. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, autographs, action figures, comic books, and wrestling collectibles. If you're a collector, we got what you need. Remember the name, firstrow.ca, Canada's online collectible store. Welcome to Beaverdust Movies and all things good things come in freeze, including the Hogan Toupee trilogy. This is a series. That is a lie. Hey, shut the fuck up. Uh, this <laughs> is a series of movies where Hulk Hogan decided, I'm going to put a toupee on. And the man who just uh, deemed myself as a goddamn liar, uh, might be true, by the way. Is one Jay Walker, but I digress on that topic. Let's go into uh, how you doing, Jay? How's it been? It's been I haven't spoken to you fully since Christmas, and now we're in March. How you doing? It, it's it's been going by quick, eh? Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's been going good though. Uh, um, yeah, just been. I'm used to the quarantine. I'm used to the everything being closed down. I'm just I'm in a pattern now, and I'm really enjoying and finding my stride in a lot of things. So, uh, yeah, can't complain. I'm such in a pattern. Uh, I went to go pick up something from a friend recently, and I got nervous. I got so like just this feels odd. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was just I I wore a mask and, and everything. Funny. And it was just, yeah. I was just standing there. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, I've known this guy. I trust this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, with uh, with restaurants opening up too, like we've gone and experimented with that a little bit with places we trust. And you just, you take your mask off of the table and there's like other people around you and you feel so weird. Like you need to cover up. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how like the brain works like that. Yeah. It is. And yeah, just uh, what we get, went through and stuff like that. Like I said, this was recorded in March. It might be coming out later on. Just a heads up uh, in case you're wondering, oh, it's not March right now. And the apocalypse happened or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Um, so like I said, you've, uh, you, you're opening the restaurant back up and how's that been going? Uh, it's, we haven't yet. No. Um, and yeah, you just got, I think it's important to kind of read the room and, and uh, figure out what's best on an individual business. You see so many people, either being very excited or complaining how the rules don't really uh, apply to them. Yeah. I, I you know, th- there's so much, um, there's so much red tape and stuff and there's so many different variables you got to worry about that. I think everybody just has to take uh, into account that this is every rule put out like on these like soft openings and stuff is, uh, isn't going to work for everybody. Yeah. So uh, right now we're hesitant. We might be opening up uh, next week, as far as I know, because again, 
uh, restrictions are loosening more and that will it is going to be interesting anyways yeah. we'll see how it pans out yeah it's, it's it's very interesting what's going on uh i'm actually a few days from getting the vaccination for, for myself and i'm very interested yeah. to uh see how that rolls on also because i've i have family members back home in england who are nurses who have already taken the vaccine and they got right. a, they got a reaction to it so oh really yeah they <laughs> they, they they had like fit shakes and fevers and stuff like that and it might just be like their genes apparently no mm-hmm. no one else i've spoken to have had it so i might just be uh de- dealt a shit hand and might i might be sick for a couple of days God oh, damn we'll it. do a 24, 24 hour live stream of the side effects on you and <laughs> yeah, put God. that live. Just all you'll see is me with a towel around my head going, guys, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> now you'll know how everybody feels watching these movies you put us. Yes. <laughs> oh just bring it around. Bring it around. Oh god. Oh. Yeah. And then like my dad, I was asking, like, hopefully I get your genes, dad. And he's like, oh. I don't do well with a flu jab. I'm like, for fuck's sake. What fu- <laughs> what fucking genes did I got born into? Definitely not the Wranglers. <laughs> definitely not. Oh, de- de- definitely not. <sighs> but speaking of uh, injections, let's inject some movie talking into this. Uh, Jay, I'm probably going to have to remind you because you can't remember the title. Uh, you watched a movie <laughs> recently. What did you watch? Well, thanks to Google in front of me, yeah. <laughs> I did forget. Uh, promise, promising young woman. Um, and was it a my promising wife, movie? You know what? Yeah. My wife lined up all these trailers of like the movies that have come out in the last uh, little bit. And this is the one that just jumped out. This one looked like it was going to be fun. And I was not disappointed. Um, I thought it's the main my radar, character was like so... so- yeah, the main character I thought was so well fleshed out. Um, just everything she had gone through and revealing, kind of peeling back the layers of what happened in her past to drive her to be the person that she is. And then it all escalates to this amazing, amazing climax. A lot of great cast members in there. You'll notice uh, some recognizable faces from the Glow series on Netflix. Oh, uh, oh it, fantastic. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love that it, series. Super, R. super fun movie. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything because yeah. it... Where you think it's going, it goes totally different directions, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, so yeah, I, that's actually been because I've been using Letterbox quite a bit, which allows me to track everything, and it all, I've been using the uh, watch list feature. So I have a whole list of stuff I've got. I've got to watch. I've watched everything I need to on TV. So now I'm trying to, to uh, up my movie game. I do have a movie podcast, so I guess I gotta gotta do what I gotta do, and so. Uh, a few of those movies and uh, I kind of want to tie this into you because uh, when, when we met your big thing was a social media superstar I know you've uh, evolved past that recently but I decided to kind of talk about some movies I actually recently watched that have that whole social media and I would like to get your opinion on the ideas behind these movies so the first one uh, came out last year was 2020 Spree starring Stranger Things, Joe Carey, a.k.a. Steve. And right. uh, his dad is played by David Arquette. So there's a wrestling connection, too. Former WCW champion, yeah. There's always a wrestling connection, eh? So this movie, it's about a guy, and you, you often see that. You often see these. I'm pretty much one of these people with my podcast trying to 
uh, get that spark just enough to break the glass ceiling into fame or totally, like yeah. or like notoriety or just to be known or just to get like uh, sponsors and stuff like that. And so this is about him who is a rideshare driver and ride strip share, if you want to know, uh, Red Ride here in Winnipeg or Uber internationally. And his yeah. whole thing is he drives around and he decides to put up uh, cameras around his car. Okay. And he plans to do live streaming while he's driving. Okay. And he plans to kill people while oh. dri- while driving. Lovely. <laughs> so, and so it's him. And the way there's constantly a chat in there. Right. And it does it so well because it's just how you would get people chatting. It's just going by too quickly. Or if there's not enough, it's just one or two. And it's like, dude, what the hell? Who is this oh, okay. guy? And yeah. it's just very interesting the way they've done it. And Joe Carey, uh, it's pretty much 80 to 95% focused on him because right. it's like a found footage movie with all the cameras, but it's yeah. done so well. And it's fantastic. It's available on Shudder. And I think it's on Shudder. I saw it on Shudder and uh, over... Mm, where did I see that? I think I saw it on Amazon, maybe. It's one of those things where I don't... Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then the next one on the, the lower side of the spectrum is Shook. <laughs> Shook uh, came out this year, and it's released by Shudder, and I know this for a fact. Uh, when Mia, a social media star, becomes a target of an online terror campaign, she has to solve a series of games to prevent people she cares about from getting murdered. So she's an influencer. Okay. And it's her uh, looking after a dog, and then she gets a phone call saying, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to kill all your friends. And it's it's really pretty much on the whole influencer stuff with a twist, which is kind of dumb. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and then the next, the, I actually got a third one, um, The Cleansing Hour, which is probably better than Spree, in my opinion, just for the original idea and the fact that it takes off. It's about a live stream where this priest, air quotes, does online exorcisms. Oh. And basically brings somebody in and exercise them. Turns out it's all fake. Okay. And so the producer and him is like, we should do one, one last one because I kind of want to like take what I know and my, uh, my knowledge and put it onto something else. And then it turns out the one time, you know, the last time is an actual exorcism. And it's done really well because it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. really interesting uh, take on live stream and the exorcism uh, genre. Okay. Yeah. That one does sound kind of fun too. Yeah. So the, I, I'm really, I'm finding now that when it comes to horror, especially, they're really getting on the button of social media. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I don't know what the factor is. Like, is that just people growing up with the platforms now that they really understand the culture of it all? I, ge- in, I generally do think it's like a better understanding. Because you remember fair.com? Yes, vaguely. Where, where it was just like pretty much, it was fear mongering, if anything. 
because it was, right. it was trying to say, "Hey, internet's bad. Don't click on those links. Don't don't accept the, your your emails and your Netscapes and shit like that." Right, right. right. One now. Since we're on the subject of like the social media and stuff, one movie that popped in my head, it's been a couple of years now, but um, Searching, uh, what's his name from Harold and Kumar, um, the Asian oh. actor. Oh, yes. You'll know his name. Yes. Um, fuck. I know the other one. I know, I know Cal Penn. I just don't know the other guy. Right. While well, you look it up, but uh, just his daughter goes missing and then uh, goes through her social media and, and things and kind of discovers this whole other side to her life. And, and, oh, and the, the, there we go. I, I think like they did such a great job in that. And just again, only using the webcam off the laptop, like just again, understanding the platforms better yeah. and what, and, and, and yeah, stepping away from the fear mongering because they understand the culture of it too. Exactly. It definitely goes a long Another way. good one was um, that came out in 2020 because it was uh, coronavirus related uh, was the host where a bunch of girls decide to meet up on a Zoom conference to do a seance. And okay. Then, and then they all get haunted. <laughs> and it sounds bad. It's 50 minutes long. Uh, but just like the technical, what they had to do, because they maintained social distance throughout. So you pretty right. much had the director directing everybody on the Zoom call. And they were setting their own stunts up too. And like wow, their own stunts and their effects and everything. Like it was all done socially distanced online. So it's, it's like a, a marvel in itself on right. how they managed to get it done. Uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. And, and it used the coronavirus as the, the reason why they can't get together. And it, it worked. And I think that's the thing about horror in general is they're really good at putting social situations out there and then make and not insulting it in a way sometimes. Absolutely. And uh, just them being able to like live through these platforms now and understand them. I think the same goes with like the horror genre in total, like in general too. Like they grew up on that genre. They're a huge fan of that genre. So they can apply those uh, mechanics of a horror movie into a more modern real life situation. Yes. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree with that. And this is very, I'm, I'm very interested to in see where they can take this next. And how well they can do it, because I do, I do fear though that we might go back into fear mongering. And I think the big thing that they might try and do is cancel culture. I'm really worried they're going to try and make a cancel culture horror movie. Where oh, I'm sure they will. Although it's technically already been done. If you ever watched Black Mirror, there was a there's one called Hated in the Nation, and what they did was right people who used a Twitter hashtag, if anyone got this person should die, whoever got the most amount of like, uh, like tweets about that person are killed. Right. And, yeah. And yeah. It, and it turns out it's these robotic bees that they made to pollinate the world because bees have disappeared. So these okay. bees are going in and like lodging into people's throats and stuff like that. I remember the bees, yes. Yes. Like, I'm like, okay, that's a stupid reason. At least have just some guy running around killing people. That would have <laughs> been cool. Not just right. a beat robot. Because uh, I think the issue with that was uh, that's not technology enough. 
for right. Black Mirror. I'm like, no, no, like the whole idea of the whole Twitter casting a vote to cancel that worked, but I just think they went too f- foolish with the whole B yeah. shit. Yeah. So speaking of B shit, let's uh, let's talk about this B B shit movie that we watched. Are we watching My Girl or? No. We... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? We... <laughs> yeah. As in B movie bullshit. That's what we yeah. watched. We watched it. Uh, in I, I mentioned at the top of the of the episode, uh, we're doing the Hulk Hogan two page trilogy. That it is about three movies where it had the same hairstyle. It was uh, this one. Santa with muscles and the move and uh free ninjas mountain high boat. noon at mega mountain right? that's it yes i didn't even watch that movie and i got that in my head so i've seen i've seen the movie but i i took the title out of my brain so i can never revisit it but here i am getting ready later on in the year to do that shit so <laughs> interestingly enough this movie was directed by john Cassar who is a known TV director. And his, okay. direct, uh, and his major thing is 24. He, oh. He's produced 48 episodes of 24. And 24 Legacy, he's uh, executive produced Terra Nova, executive produced The Orville, 15 episodes of that. He's like a, he's like a big name. It's just what 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 happened? <laughs> I don't. I, I I think it was before he met uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Maybe Kiefer Sutherland fixes that. Saved him. <laughs> yeah, saved his life. Because yeah, he he did a bunch. Like before that, I'm I'm looking at his uh, resume. He did Nancy Drew, The Hardy Boys. He did an episode of Do South, aka the reason why I came to Canada. Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. One of my favorite like old shows, Forever Night. You ever heard of that one? No, Nick, not at all. Nick Knight is a vampire. He's also a cop in, <laughs> in Toronto. In Toronto, flip <laughs> it over the top, yeah, yeah. And it's basically he works the night shift, of course, and he's solving <laughs> crime and trying to stop the vampires from taking over. Okay, so. There's that. And I think the main guy was actually in the second uh, Cube movie. So, and uh, he's also did Baywatch Nights, if you remember that. Where where mid-season they decided, hey, Buffy's popular right now. Let's turn it into Buffy with David (laughs) Hasselhoff. Uh, He did Mutant X, which was an attempt at X-Men live action but without any of the uh, characters. That any- <laughs> exactly. You got, you got an X. You're good enough. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like a big time producer. He's done quite a bit. Uh, he's also directed a few uh, 24 episodes too. I'm looking right now. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he's... Yeah, he directed... 59 episodes of 24. Wow. So, and it, it, okay, I'm going straight into the movie. If he directed 24, the, the guy must have been, had a, like a steep learning curve. <laughs> because 
every shot in this movie, action-wise, or when they're stripping, nearly murdered me. Right. With, uh, with like such amateur, like the cuts. Yeah. Like, like my eyes. I had to, I had to like stand up and do something else during the action scenes because <laughs> I it, it was like they, um Kevin Dunn right was involved if if you watch the current duty product count the cuts yeah in one second like <laughs> yeah. there's three cuts exactly it's yeah it, and it also reminds me of the worst shot in uh, one of the taken movies where Liam Neeson climbs over a fence and there's eight shots <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. So let's let's start at the beginning because we've already mentioned the the overall thing. Let's talk about the act. Uh, we spoke about that. What the fuck was this whole dream sequence about? I didn't even know it was a dream sequence. I thought this was like happening. Yeah. <laughs> Until eventually, like it was. Here's Hulk Hogan trying to run. <laughs> Hulk Hogan <laughs> has never ran in his entire wrestling career. He 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 runs. <laughs> about 12 inches to get to the rope that's the max of his run right and and, and like all... we're supposed to think this guy is some sort of hero some sort of action hero but he struggles to carry this <laughs> this young little girl oh, across God. the field trips and drops her and just to roll down the hill <laughs> Right, and he, he's trying to do this big dramatic, like no, 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 <laughs> and she just slides down, and 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 the look on his face too, when there's these soldiers that roll him over because they've caught him finally. The look on his face looks like he's about to have a dookie, <laughs> <laughs> rather than having guns in his face by this, you know, villainous military force. Yeah, and then he wakes up in a barn, and then gets <laughs> and get and gets into an argument with with his woman who's not his wife i've got a question were her lines dubbed remember we talked santa with muscles yeah that they it looked like they dubbed it looked like they dubbed all of her lines again it does it did oh it it was so bad i swear she was irish but they really seem to have a thing against the irish in this movie (laughs) yeah it was just, it was ridiculous. Just, I'm like, what? Because I had to put sub- subtitles on for this to like understand because it was so like mangled, right? Sometimes and oh man. So the whole thing is he goes, and apparently he's like the ultimate weapon. The, that's the one disappointing. They never call him the ultimate weapon. No, they should have. That would have been the one redeeming quality of the yeah. entire film. We need you, uh, Cutter. Hey, call me a hard boy. Let's talk about that. So his actual name is Benjamin Cutter. What? That's like, that's oh, so good, right? What's his code code name? Hardball. <laughs> like what? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Just call him Cutter. Yeah. Or co- better call him Benjamin Neck Cutter. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because we have such names, he must have like lost a card game and got the shit nickname. Because <laughs> we've got right? stuff as Axeman, Crazy Horse, and Cobra. Cobra. 
Cobra <laughs> must have won that card game because right, right. Oh. so it's it. <laughs> I do like where it pretty much points out this guy's gonna screw him as soon as he turns his fucking head. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's a ponytail, bad guy. And that's know? the thing about this movie is they just lean on any trope whatsoever of any past action movie. Uh, like they just, it was like there was no effort in the writing at all. They just kept like regurgitating things from other movies and trying to meld it into this weak ass plot. Yeah. And it's funny because we get a mention of the door and how they mention it is, here's my, here's, here you go. And it's an envelope that goes, in case I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, it'd be funny if if she opens it up and he goes, "Sorry, brother." <laughs> that's 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 all in the that's all in the envelope. It's just sorry, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. so, sorry, brother. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, brother, we're we're introduced to, or what would you say, Cobra Two, Cobra Junior. Let's go Cobra Jr. because he was a, he did not look like some sort of military assassin for hire. Not at all. Not at all. He might have been booked to be the comedic relief too, but like he wasn't even funny at all either. Like, I don't know. It was such a weird casting choice, I thought. Yeah. And like, funny enough, he's like an actual stunt guy too. Okay. Like, he was in the. They London. just ran out of cast guys. They're just like, let's use the stunt guy instead. Yeah. But he's he's been in a bunch of stuff, but there's a lot of French stuff I'm looking right now. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he, he's not been in much. the The main thing was My Bloody Valentine from 1981. Oh, okay. Is, which is a good movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so he's, he's like hit cut out. He's like call me hard boil. He's like constantly asking him to call me something else. Hogan <laughs> is, and right. and so we get it where. They do an obstacle course scene, and it looks like Hulk Hogan is struggling the entire time. No doubt. And they they had to edit around it just to get it working. Well, that that's why there were so many cuts, right? And like Hulk Hogan was still wrestling at this point. Like this is yeah. nineteen ninety eight that the movie came out. So like this is like Hulk Hogan's second top run. Like he was one of the biggest stars still in the world as far as yeah. professional wrestling goes, and he can't do a couple of little physical feats. The thing was though, he wasn't wrestling often. He often had like NWA guys to to shove in the way, and then he would come in for the pay per view. Oh yeah, because he was so busy it, doing this shit. Yeah, so he would come in for the pay per view, or he would like wrestle on the bigger shows, like the Georgia right. Dome or something like that. He would never. Right. I'm, I'm not going to wrestle right now. What is Nitro? We're, we're number one in the network. I'm still not wrestling. No, my worth, Eric. But oh, man, so after that, we get some of the worst B-roll footage I've ever seen with the parachute, where it just looks. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> where it just looks like it doesn't even look like it. And then all you see is Hogan's legs dangling, <laughs> yeah, just to yeah. prove that it's him. I'm like, all right, okay. Yeah, that's the yellow and red brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, you may as well. <laughs> that would have been may- amazing. Or a fucking WCW world title with him playing it. Yeah, like a fucking yeah, yeah. Guitar. So, On his way down. Yeah. 
while had, playing Voodoo Child. <laughs> this was like the most dynamic part of the movie, too, if you notice. There was like no dialogue for a straight 15 minutes, it felt yeah. like. It just went silent. <laughs> it did, and it's just nothing but like Hogan and Cobra just tearing through these people. They just use like all the footage and just like, man, like we don't need these guys talking to try to support any of this. Let's just roll the footage. <laughs> Let's just front load this shit and get the fuck out. Yeah. And uh, Hulk Hogan looking like a dollar store ver- version of the shield. Yes. <laughs> with a fucking vest in the fucking, I'm like, oh God. Can you imagine Hulk Hogan joining the shield? <laughs> that would be amazing. It's a one-off. Uh, uh, so they do the whole like uh, radio speak, and then it's shield, and then it's brother, and then that's it, <laughs> and then did it, did it. <laughs> Hogan demands that he comes through the through the entrance because that, I I don't do jobs to, to stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't follow the crowd. I am the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I just wait. I got a funnier visual before we move on. Go for it. Jimmy Hart is his manager, also in the SWAT gear with a black <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> and Ed Leslie right behind him, but he can only afford the uh, the riot vest and nothing else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's just got his tidy whities and a fucking riot vest, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it turns out the big thing was. This weapon, these weapons are was gonna go to street gangs and everything. Apparently, they're the good guys, which they everybody they listed like every group of villain, whether it was terrorists or uh, foreign military, street gangs, sixth graders, like everybody. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they they celebrate, and then asshole ponytail shows up and takes the guns and is like, "Well, we're giving them to the real IRA." What? And then Hogan pretty much quits. Right. You know, typical Hogan. <laughs> this ain't going my way, brother. Time to go. Creative <laughs> control. So he decides to take a helicopter and then blow everything up. Typical, Why the hell not? <laughs> typical Hogan fashion. Be it a grenade or just suing them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he finally comes back and sees his wife and she's mad at him. And then he proposes to her in the mud to stop right. the argument. <laughs> and it works still. Like, it does. The only time we've seen these two characters interact, she's always mad at him because he's always on a mission of some sort and never has time for her. And then he proposes and it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I think I do think she's been irrational though, because look at where she is. She has a yeah. laptop in 1988. She has a hand-built cabin where she stays. She has a big acreage. She has some kind of slummy barn, which is definitely not going to blow up later on. <laughs> and she she has the life, and she has a guy who. Is there most of the time, but then he has to leave for a week or two to go do dangerous missions where he's the best and he's, he's <laughs> right. not gonna die because he's the main character. I'm surprised he didn't look to him and goes, Don't worry, dear, I'm the main character. It's you that's gotta be worried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just 
just like go last action hero on her, on her. Right. And like we, when we watched Santa with muscles, I think there was a little bit of an awareness of how bad this movie was going to be as they were making it. Yeah. But in this movie, I don't think, I legitimately think they thought they were like going to make Hogan the next big action star. Oh, it's full serious. And yeah. they, they don't shy away from anything. We, we no. see like, we see blood, we see violence. Although the violence is mostly <laughs> explosions. And if there's anything else, Nothing gets broken in this movie, apart right. from, the, apart from I, I, spoiler alert, the barn does explode, but everything else either goes in the war or, or explodes. There's, right. There's right. no, like, people getting hit. There's I, no... Well, there's, like, that one punch to Ed Leslie. Yeah, yeah, but that's because that it's Ed Leslie and he did it for yeah. a sandwich. <laughs> Right, right. So that, picked just, up some 8x10s out of the briefcase. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I let's talk about Ed Leslie. So Ed Leslie shows up looking pretty coked out. Uh, <laughs> so, so Ed much, Leslie. So much so that he has a band-aid on his nose and for some reason <laughs> is bleeding from his nose. Even though we've not seen this character at all. So guaranteed Hulk Hogan was probably practicing for the fight scene on Ed Leslie and kept punching him in the head. <laughs> gotta make it look real brother it's the cameras can't do it in wrestling because you know the perceivers fake anyway so we're all good to go you know what i mean so it's just yeah. wail on him <laughs> here here the stripes and uh got a speaking role this time too yeah and and don't do so much coke so, so sorry hulk already done it <laughs> <laughs> So his choice of a next generation. So his character is referred to as Bar Boy or Big Boy. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking name. What a name. What was he in Santa with Muscles? He was... uh, Oh, he's... Fuck. He's the uh, sumo lab assistant. (laughs) Yeah, Fucking Ed, what are you doing, mate? Lay off Moving the coke. Up. Lay off the coke and say no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lay off the coke and say no. That's gonna be a T-shirt. Lay off the coke yeah. and say no. Ed Leslie <laughs> with a big picture of him with his scissors, but there's like a rail on the blade of his. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like all of his, um, all of his like movie roles at the bottom. Coke can say no. It's just him as a sumo lab assistant or the the coked out big boy. Big boy. (laughs) God damn. So it's it's funny too because you would think being friends and that they they know each other and they probably could do. I I would say Hulk Hogan and Ed Leslie could probably pull off a decent movie action scene together. Imagine them in like a buddy cop movie together. (laughs) Oh. Think of the terrible dialogue. <laughs> We're improv, brother. <laughs> you know what? Guaranteed, it'll be how about this? Twins too. Where <laughs> yes. Where Hulk Find Hogan is the Arnold Zubaz Swartz. suits. Yeah. Zubaz suits, yes. Hulk Hogan <laughs> is the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ed Leslie is the Danny DeVito. As in all the shit left over. Uh-huh. And he's and Leslie's just constantly <laughs> saying that. I'm all the shit that's left. And he's just he's just constantly getting fucked over. In, right, right. In the movie. 
Oh god, let, let's ride it. Twins two, <laughs> Hulk Hogan and instead Ed of Leslie. twins though, you know what you, you gotta call it brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Twins two brothers. There you go. Oh, we're on to a winner. So Hulk Hogan, in his infinite west wisdom, decides to go find his uh his daughter who has never been mentioned until now. And and why? Like just because he felt like it all the time? I sudden? think it's because he's retired and now he can like make proper attention. Because okay. even his wife is fighting for his time. Right. That's, that's the way. So now he's like he do, he clearly divorced divorced her mother. Right. And has been out of her life and stuff like that. And let's talk about the scene because well, it starts off with like Hulk Hogan trying to convey emotion that he he meets like this old lady. He's trying so hard to act. So high. So hard. And he's not doing trying. It. He can't yeah. do it. He can't convey himself in any way. He's trying. God bless his heart. He's trying. <laughs> but he can't do it. Uh, there's more emotion when he was talking to Nick Carter about the guy who got in a car accident with. <laughs> so maybe he should have taken acting lessons then. But yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in a whiplash after all this like dramatic acting, it's him in a dorm room. And the the real Hulk Hogan comes out. The way he looks at that <laughs> The way he looks at that black guy in the movie the entire time. If I saw this movie before yeah. I, I heard about what he has said, it wouldn't surprise me because just looking in that man's eyes, the contempt he's looking down at that guy. I'm like, that either Hulk Hogan is an amazing actor and we know he's not, or he really doesn't like black people. <laughs> so hey, something's up with that brother, brother. And then, yeah, we just get, like, a really weird scene where her roommate goes, hey, I don't know where, where she is. I'll check the club. Like, whatever the fuck that is. And then they die. Right. And they die. And Cobra, when he mentions it, is just, like, bringing it up. Like, oh, they got beaten to death. It made me sick. I'm like, oh Jesus fucking Christ, Cobra. Right in front of her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, like, no soul this. Yeah. And then... I also got another migraine during the strip tease. Uh-huh. Because when she's like dancing around. Right. Like, and here's the thing. I recently watched Tango and Cash, okay. which has a much better like exotic dancer scene by Terry Hatcher. Right. Okay. And, and it's like, that was like champagne. And this is grape juice left at the back of, a fr <laughs> at the, back of the fridge. Uh, yeah, it's what, frozen. What, what bothered me about this scene was like how much juxtaposition they had to like set the scene that yes, this is a strip club, but like it was almost an awkward amount of like cuts around the strip club to check out every stripper at least two or three times. Yeah, it was just like unnecessary. And like, I don't know if you played, I was just playing um, uh, South Park Fractured But Whole, and there's yes. a strip club that you go to there. It's like South Park was more. Um, um, I don't know. Just they—they they treated it better. There, there was less yeah. cuts. There was less. 
fixation on the fact that you're in a strip club. Yeah. Like for some reason, this movie just spent a lot of time for some reason. And then she like it was totally unnecessary. And then she goes to the back and she's like, Oh, I don't get paid enough. And they basically say, Hey, if you want to have a dinner with this old guy who just stares at you, you can get quite a bit of money, which furthers a plot because it turns out the guy who likes to watch people eat is the guy who they screwed over with the the real IRA. Right. And so shit happens. I'm basically going to skip quite a bit because I this is where I stopped writing because I was like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm done. Because it was just so much. And they didn't even have interesting characters to hold it together. Not at all. But, and even when they when they weren't talking and, and struggling through their lines and acting, they have like the worst... Um, almost like a parody of music used in action movies yes. or when they when they visited the the black guy it was like the worst Bob Marley impression music and oh. when they visited the strip club it was like the worst impersonation of strip club music it's just constantly there was like no redeeming qualities of anything of this movie throughout and speaking of worst versions this goddamn drive by <laughs> because so picture the scene it's Hulk Hogan it's his daughter and it's Cobra. They're, they're ch- oh, and it's, I guess, an aunt or something like that. I don't know yeah. who that woman was. It's, no. it's, de- it's definitely not the wife, like the ex-wife. Or, right. the, you know, the baby mama, because she would have been mad as shit. And a guy pops out, full suit, and just starts shooting. <laughs> Doesn't hit Jack. <laughs> Nothing. Cobra, who is openly standing and firing back, kind of like when I play video games and I don't know how to aim well, so you just stand in there aiming. That is me. That is Cobra open. And they fucking miss everything. (laughs) And only graze the daughter. And she faints. Like there's some chloroform (laughs) on that bullet. Right. She immediately just out. Oh. You're a stripper. You've been through worse. Yeah, you probably. Want... <laughs> oh, let's talk about where before that, where she goes to meet uh, D- uh, Danzig, not Glenn Danzig, some Irish guy Danzig. Or I think actually, one second, no, not Danzig, McBride. That's right. The name. Danzig is the owner of the strip club. Right. Got it. Uh, McBride, where. Basically, because he cost him twenty million, uh, this is actually how they said it in the movie. I'm gonna rape his daughter. Right. Oh like, Jesus! What? <laughs> and she brings that up too later, right? Yeah. Kind of casually, like guy tried to rape, rape me. me because of you. Yeah. Yeah. I t- I took his shit and he tried to rape me and said said you were you were to blame. But like, fucking hell! <laughs> just bringing just. Ringing, just Oh my! Oh my God! What is this movie? What is it? What are you doing? Me? What? Why did I pick this? Why did I pick this whole trilogy? I I, I had like a whole twelve steps in the middle of this movie because <laughs> oh, holy fuck! It was it was just it was getting worse. It was getting worse. It was getting the worse. They so, had to try so hard to tie up all the loose ends, and it just wasn't happening. So they finally managed to get back. Uh, Cobra is constantly getting hit. But then showing off his cool marksmanship. Right. And then 
finally, Hulk Hogan manages to clear the barn after the home invasion. And then there's a standoff. It's Hulk Hogan. Oh, let's also not f- forget Hulk Hogan tried to do a catchphrase in this movie. Was it? Uh, don't piss don't me off. Piss me off. Uh, Jeff sweet. Jarrett's soul. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett probably. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett was watching this movie. Ah, right. got him! <laughs> Instead of saying, ah, oh, I got him, it's just, don't piss me off. <laughs> so, guaranteed, that's why he yelled when he heard that. Going, I'm going to put that on a t shirt before that bold headed fuck even brings this movie out. Yeah. <laughs> guaranteed. But so Hulk Hogan Holt is um is ready and McBride has his daughter and he manages to accidentally step on a landmine. Hulk Hogan goes, Hey, give me my daughter and I'll unwire you. And then stealing from Commando, which is blasphemous, especially when you don't have any movie charisma, goes right. I thought you were gonna get me out. I lied. Yeah. Like, what? Come on. What the, what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> I, I wanted to dive in my TV and go, hey, the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> okay. And so they're walking. I'm like, okay, thank fuck the movie's ended. There's the police. Turns out the guy who did the drive-by and was also torturing him. Oh, yeah, he, there's a torture scene, which I don't give a shit about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can hear the content in my voice. It ends up... He tries to ram into him, and Hulk Hogan just sidesteps, and it runs <laughs> and it runs into a barn and blows them both up, and <laughs> and then they walk off. And that I and what I did was I grabbed my control, and I moved forward a bit because I've been fooled by Wonder Vision many times before, just in case right. there's a post credits. But I didn't want to wait. <laughs> it's why streaming and everything like that is. Heaven sent. Yeah, so much. Can fast forward that shit. That's why I'm contemplating not going to the movie theaters anymore, unless I can <laughs> yell at the projectionist and go, "Hey, I gotta go." Fast forward it to the credits. I actually did that. I watched uh, 1917. Uh, it's one of the last movies I watched, and mid movie power went off, and then the movie right. came on. The, the movie came back on and right. then he was yelling at the projectionist, hey, we've seen this part, move forward about 10 minutes. And they could actually do it? They actually did it. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, so that might be the future where hey, get we know, we know it's a Marvel movie, <laughs> put those fucking credits forward. <laughs> get get to, You've seen this movie before, you know what we're here for. Gives you guys an extra time to clean as well. So let's go. They're gonna fuck. They're gonna mess you up though, and they're gonna start putting the credits in the middle of the movie now. Just so you <laughs> have to see it. No, no, no. <laughs> every uh, reflective service has the name of everybody. That'd be amazing. Yes, do that. <laughs> yeah, save everyone some time. We're trying to cut down uh, the runtime, but still give people their props. <laughs> Here you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, so now, uh. Final thoughts, Jay. I'm not a big action movie guy in the first place. I do love some of the classics, Terminator 2, Die Hard, things like that. So, like, this was going to be a struggle regardless. But the fact that this is, like, 
scraping the bottom of the barrel of Hulk Hogan's acting career just made it that much more of a struggle to get through. Uh, the acting was bad. The music was bad. The the characters, the plot, like everything. Yeah. And like just, just having to lean on every single cliche just to get through the movie uh, goes to show what little effort or what little experience there was behind putting this thing together. This this movie leaned on so much. Andre the Giant was a like, hey, calm down. You're leaning on the rope too much. <laughs> you know, like especially like post WrestleMania free Hogan. Oh yeah, like fuck. Is it WrestleMania six? Like he's just leaning in the buckle waiting for a hot yeah, tag. Yeah, exactly. Because he, and, and tag back out because they wanted to use him, but he was like so physically unready that they just. Oh man, it's such a shame. Yeah, I, I agree. And the big thing for me was like Santa Muscles is not a good movie. No. But it has f- a fun villain. Yes. Ed Begley Jr. Uh, and the his assistant. Benjamin, yeah. Yeah. Th- at, at least they made him interesting in a sense. I can't believe I'm fucking praising Santa Muscles. <laughs> But, That's how far down the well we've gone. Yeah, here we are, and it's just such a, it's such a shame. Actually, no, it's not a shame. Fuck, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you, you did this trash. You thought you could look cool in your your wig. We've we've not mentioned it, even though it's a two page trilogy. <laughs> it it did actually didn't look that bad compared to Santa and Muscles, right? Maybe some of the budget went into the the follicle wig placement uh, <laughs> instead of the script, but in general, the movie bombs for me. So now, uh, this is your first time, Jay. This is uh, the very important moment that we can talk about. We have a rating system now. Oh no, we have a rating system, and it's named after the one and only Mister Tybo himself. Billy Blanks. Nice. Out of five blanks, how would you uh, rate this game? Uh, I, five I, five like, being amazing. Okay. You can go. Um, you can go zero. Yeah, I think I have to. There was just no blanks. Yeah, no blanks. Shoot, <laughs> we're not shooting any blanks today no, on this one. Yeah, it's all blankety, blankety blank right now. But yeah, oh man, yeah, like uh, being growing up with Hulk Hogan, loving Suburban Commando. Yeah, uh, putting up, putting up with Mister Nanny, and it just ah, uh, like I've I've struggled through Santa with muscles now. Uh, I remember hating. Uh, the three ninjas movie as a child but this was like just yeah. a whole another level of why yeah. did they even publish this stuff exactly uh so my question is jay what's the biggest heel turn hogan joining the nwo or acting in this movie <laughs> <laughs> uh did he do stuff after this yes he did Oh th- yeah, this. <laughs> he, he didn't he did, realize he, he didn't fucking learn his lesson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! For me, it's um zero. Is it's the first ever zero blanks. Uh, incompetent in every way. And considering the director directed what was considered one of the best 
action television dramas of its time. Right. Revolutionary. Like, yeah. Like it changed everything. Yeah. And the, and the fact that it was directed by the same guy, that's insane. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine if this movie went so bad? He's like, I've got to get better. And it's like a montage of him learning how to become a director. <laughs> Just calling up Kiefer Sutherland every day until he picks up the phone. <laughs> well, apparently now he's best friends with him and his dad. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yeah. This is like, and then Hulk Hogan's like, hey, brother, I hear you're on 24. You want to give me a shot? Kiefer, who is this gentleman? That's Hulk Hogan. I think you directed him. I never directed this man. Just doesn't know who he is. Fuck, <laughs> just fuck off out of my life. There's there's no Wikipedia for this movie. That's how bad it is. Yes, yes. To to find this movie anywhere without buying it was almost impossible. Thank you for uploading it to your Google Drive. Yeah, like I I tried my best to try and find it. And it was on Tubi, but I had to like illegal means it but just because right. there's no other chance to get it and i with, I, with good I found reason. a spanish yeah i found a spanish version i think on daily motion but even then it was only part two they're like yeah like don't even bother with the first half you, you, you know shit is terrible when the spanish uploader refused to put keep it up <laughs> right you know what i mean <laughs> oh so jay before you go man uh pedal your words man like just let everyone know how to get in touch. Um, I mean, I have done enough episodes. People should know by now. It's at I am Jay Walker on social media. I'm everywhere. It's I am Jay Walker. Um, if you're listening to this because you're a fan of me, subscribe to Beaver. Uh, man, you need like much more love. You put so much into this. Uh, I love what you're doing. You're always stepping up your game. You're always doing so much. Uh, it's awesome, and I, I I hope nothing but like all the success for you doing your thing. Don't worry about me; I'm taking care of. I'm not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> gonna cry, man. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate. It. Uh, by the way, uh, t-shirts are still available. Uh, yes, seventeen dollars. Uh, willing to meet in the middle when it if you're in the Winnipeg area. Uh, t-shirts are free uh, for delivery because I will just come around and throw it at your face. I was going to say, you're going to throw it on their front lawn as you drive by. Here's your t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. then I, I also managed to find a uh, decently priced way to de- get it delivered within Canada that doesn't break the bank. Internationally, uh, I still have to figure it out, but definitely DM me and we can always uh, meet a middle. And yes, yeah, uh, the podcast is going from strength to strength. Uh, just leveled up on the facebook for streaming so i'll be doing uh every two days maybe every day doing a different game different streaming and then we've got the bonus content where it's uh me and roger and or another guest where we just go on a tangent about random things we pick a topic and we just go at it we we've done bigfoot and werewolf so far there may have been more that's come out but i am a uh a preparer and this is probably going to be done in may so you may hear me add some shit at the end. But uh, from Jay, thank you so much. We've got one more. And it's the, oh, no. and it's the one you're dreading. Here's the thing, though. After seeing this, I'm, I'm very... It's going to be the first question I'm going to ask you. What's better? This or Free Ninjas? That's going to be the question. That's, that's, mm. the, 
it might just be a 20 second episode. <laughs> so for, uh, from uh, me and Jay, uh, catch, catch you next week, guys. And then stop.